Welcome to the third episode of Indian MMA Origin Stories which is an interview series through which we at Locker Room try to cover the origin stories of Indian MMA gyms, fight teams, promotions, events and what not. This is Ranjit Ravindran here and in the third episode we will be featuring Jitesh who is the head coach of Indian Combat Sports Academy. Here is his story. How did it all start for you and the team? Uh... I see. The thing is, uh, I was actually, a lot of people don't know, I was into kickboxing. Uh, I would not mm-hmm. call myself a very successful athlete, but uh, mm-hmm. did my level best and all that. And uh, at that at that point of a time where I was competing, there was nothing called pro. And uh, mm-hmm. there was nothing called, uh, like, uh, I've never got sponsorship and all that, anything. I was just, mm-hmm. uh, and I come from a very humble family to be very frank. So, when I was fighting, uh, there was always a money issue because my dad expired when I was very young and all that. So I used to work as a watchman. I used to work in uh, loading, unloading. I used to work as uh, uh, painting. I used to work in uh, like, what do you say? Shadi mein khana dalte and all that. So all that, ah. all that. Yeah. So all that, everything you, you tell I have worked, I have not tagged or something, but I've done all the work, all the work. And it was, uh, it was not like uh, when I'm saying uh, it is a very sad story. Actually, to be very frank, I was just having fun over there also. I don't know. It was nothing like sad story or something. I was just doing it because if I want to go and compete somewhere or play or something, I'll okay, chalo aaj, uh, I'll go and paint this house. Or uh, I had a watchman job also. Uh, it was the daytime and the because I was playing, so my boss was very uh, supportive of it. So I'll hold a... Uh, and it was a very tiring job because... That, like that company was into sending people into uh, like Dubai, France and all Dubai. that. So a lot of people will come and I had to push and all a lot of stuff was there. So and loading and unloading was something which uh, which was like one of my friends uh, father was like he had a transport business. So I'll say, okay, I'll also go. For me, it was like a trip, but to be very frank, my goal was to earn money over there also. So mm-hmm. I'll get 400, 500 rupees, something, something I'll do it. And also hold my... Uh, all my career of training, I was like, one side I'll go by uh, like bus and one side after 11 o'clock, I'll walk for like almost 45, uh, 45 minutes, one minute, uh, one hour, I'll walk. So that was the issue of the money actually. But still, uh, I was doing it because I love the game to be very frank. Uh, it, we had no idea that it will, that there will be pro or something. It was just mm-hmm. passion and to be very frank, if you get injured, that is one more scene you don't have money for your mm-hmm. anything, any of the things. So that was the thing and uh, and I got into a little bit of problem with the association guys and so, uh, still... before that before that which year was this it was I started at the age of uh, 15 to 16 so uh-huh. I think at the age of uh, 2021 or some 22 or something I just uh, 2009 was my last fight 2009 okay, okay. so yeah so this was before so, 2009 yeah, all, all this is before 2009 and uh, I was young actually, but uh, yeah, so I was just doing all this thing. Then I came to Bangalore because I got into some uh, problem with some association guys. Uh, I think association and me, it never works. Usually. So, <laughs> this was uh, kickboxing, which sport association actually? It was, that was kickboxing, that was kickboxing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So then uh, I came to Bangalore, uh, my mom... And one of my friend, he like you know, he said, okay, you go from here and uh, just get out of this kickboxing thing and just uh, do something else. So I came to Bangalore. <clears throat> Two and a half years I was in Bangalore. I came here to complete my MBA. Um, drank, did everything which I didn't do, and it was damn 
fun and then suddenly one day i see sfl mm-hmm. and i am thinking uh, what are these guys doing they are beating each other down and all that and then i got into i saw what is mma and uh, i didn't know bjj at all i was thinking okay ground pe jayenge to udhar bhi marna hi hai just jab uh-huh. marna hai bas so that was the whole concept then i started searching for uh, kickboxing to be very frank kickboxing only mm-hmm. i found out in bangalore uh, i went and visited a lot of people and i never told them that i have done before usually mm-hmm. if any fighter come he does two classes also he'll say oh i have trained before i never told it because i have competed and all that i saw majority of the guys are fake over here so mm-hmm. then i ended up uh, in indian combat sports academy when that time it was run by rama rama reddy uh-huh. uh, the uh-huh. purple guy yeah the purple and uh, elliot so i came here for the first day and uh, i saw people in sitting in guard and that was the most uh, gayish thing i saw in my life I, i didn't understand what these guys are doing inside the guard and uh, the, first day uh, i don't know rama made me spar on the mm-hmm. second day with uh, a couple of african uh, we had african fighters actually uh, in icsa yeah. so they and they he made me do wrestling he like those guys slammed me second day i took my revenge because i wore the gloves and i smashed them even though mm-hmm. two years i didn't do anything but i actually smashed those guys very very bad so that was the journey where i started then what happened rama shifted to uh, like uh, one other club so then mm-hmm. uh, he told to me and there's one of my partner so he he took over my partner took, took over actually then uh, like he was not from this sport he was from a fitness background so then mm-hmm. uh, i got into because i was into this so then we started it was going on and after that uh, it just i i to be very frank i started coaching because i needed sparring partners mm-hmm. but then at one point one fine uh you know time i had to make a decision that either i am doing it or either under me five people are doing it because uh, if i train i am not able to focus that's for sure no no uh, fighter can be a good coach he he has to retire he cannot be active it's very it cannot you, you cannot manage it's impossible so then slowly i got out of the game and uh, mm-hmm. then i got into full time coaching and uh this is something which i which i like for me it is always uh, something which i couldn't do it i want people to do it that's what it is and uh, suddenly one day i see okay i'm i'm here with so many good fighters and i'm like doing so good without any i say say never had any foreign instructor and all that because usually all the gyms in, in the country they have like some purple belt black belt and all that coming up we do not do that at all because of various reason actually so but still in bjj i think everyone has seen our performance so this is how i got into ics and yeah today i'm i'm a coach it just happened actually it was nothing planned actually so when you uh, went to icsc initially when ramas there uh, did, did you have any other job or were you do, uh, were you pursuing your mba only no 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 after finishing my mba i was working as an hr and actually to mm-hmm. be very frank at that age i was earning extremely well extremely well actually and uh, to be very frank i was uh, for that age i was earning 44000 rupees mm-hmm. and i left that job and i was in ics i was cleaning toilets to be very frank <laughs> like i was cleaning toilets and uh, when rama left i i got uh, i was promised a stipend of 4000 rupees 
Mm-hmm. No one supported me. My friends, my family, uh, my mom was like, uh, she kind of uh, always says, "To kisme bhi hath lagayega, wo sona ban jata." So mm-hmm. she was like hesitant, like you did MBA and all that, and you're gonna do this. I I told her lies that you know, "Are ye business bada hoga? Uh, MBA log business karte, kam nahi karte." I yeah. told her, and I couldn't do this. And uh, <clears throat> slowly she uh, she thought that I'm competing again. So she <laughs> never thought I'm coach. She said uh, competing. Then slowly, slowly, all the posts are like other guys are fighting, and she is asking, "Tu kyun nikhel raha? Tu kyun nikhel raha?" And uh, suddenly my nose is not broken. Nothing is broken. Everything was fine. And suddenly she see she is watching some videos where I'm holding guys and all that. She is like, "Kya kar raha? What is this?" She has seen kickboxing, but she has not seen grappling and all that. So I had to explain that I'm I've become a coach. And she was initially very worried because when you usually when you say coach. A coach is a very old guy, probably forty-five, oh. fifty. <laughs> mm-hmm. She was telling, "How can you become a coach?" I told, "I don't know, but the thing is, I'm teaching and teaching and teaching. And uh, as a coach, I can tell you one thing that, for example, when I'm striking, I'm an orthodox, and I have mm-hmm. one concept of fighting because I used to use a lot of uh, in and out. I, I hope you know in and out concepts mm-hmm. of fighting. Yes, yes. So I used to use a lot of in and out concepts and a little bit of angling, but. When I started training people's right, for example, one of the, one of my uh, first fighter was a southpaw. It was mm-hmm. completely uh, like different, different for me. But the mm-hmm. whole concept, the concept, 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 and uh, usually I've seen a lot of coaches they check on internet and they do it and all that. I hate internet. See, mm-hmm. it's not like that. I don't refer internet. I do refer internet. But to be very frank, I would I like to see what is happening, and uh, every fighter of mine they know it. When I see a fighter, I work specifically on him. It's like if mm-hmm. I'm working on something, I'll work on him. I'll not work mm-hmm. on other guys. So it is like specific. I usually work specific. So this is how it is. Okay. So uh, what was the initial challenges that you faced when you took up from Rama? Like, were there any constraints from your side? Uh, there was like lot of uh, uh, monetary issue was there. But mm-hmm. to be very frank, when you're young, you don't have responsibility. It worked mm-hmm. out, and uh, I think uh, monetary benefit was the biggest challenge. Uh, because to be very frank, I was I was getting up in the morning and the evening. The only thing was I was looking forward to meet my team. That was the mm-hmm. thing. So actually, to be very frank, I would say, if you ask me, like very honestly, I don't, I don't, I never felt that was a challenge. I actually enjoyed mm-hmm. the whole process. It was like mm-hmm. from this, like for see for example, when I was earning good, um, so you can have a lot of things. You can go to party. You can, I'll be dying in this pub, this here, there, and mm-hmm. all that. At the, at at some time when I saw that SFL thing, uh, I, I was thinking already. I started thinking, what am I doing in my life? Like, I'm drinking, I'm doing this, and uh, all friends and all that. And you somewhere know that. Like I think I'm mm. I'm thirty three, so I can say that because uh, as if you lose a lot of friends and all that, you understand. Okay, okay. Before yes. when you are like twenty to twenty three or a friendship, friendship, people go and you get a lot of mm. backstabbing. You learn your lesson. So I started my started learning a little bit early. Uh, then I was like, what am I doing? And I don't know. I just enjoyed the process. I would never say I didn't enjoy. To be very frank. From my kickboxing career till now, I enjoyed the process, and uh, I still enjoy the process. Now, the thing is, uh, the toughest part is now because there's a lot of pressure now because people uh-huh. are expecting us to win uh, in BJJ, in kickboxing, in MMA. So, uh, like uh, recently, we uh, lost, uh, like Shamanan lost the fight. The uh-huh. amount of 
critics giving mm-hmm. us comments and telling us <laughs> and all that so uh, to be very frank uh, it's it's whenever someone says something i really get i really get motivated i never show it i'll keep it inside mm-hmm. and that makes me so angry that it doesn't die out so i think we'll come back hard 100% but there were a lot of reasons uh, uh mm. reason because in 2000 uh, like 18 and 19 complete a lot of turmoil was going on inside the team so mm-hmm. a lot of thing happened uh, like uh, i was not go- i didn't go to the gym for 3 months because uh, mm-hmm. there were a lot of uh, issues in the team and all that so that got sorted out and when it when it got sorted out we we got mfn and to be very frank mm-hmm. in mfn when shrikant got mfn fine again rajendra singh mina i told uh, uh, <coughs> shrikant that can you just not take this fight and shrikant was like no this like you know like tiger sharaf uh, mm-hmm. like this is this is so big and all that we need to then <coughs> i was like i didn't know what to do because we are not in form we are in our uh, like no one is training uh uh-huh. satya like satya behavior was in from my yes. team was thrown out of the team anjan was thrown out of the team uh two of my main grapplers were not in the team it was it was a very bad condition i was drinking heavily i was not coming to the gym <laughs> i was like uh, i was in a very bad state actually mentally i was fighting with everyone my loved one i had bad relationship with everyone actually because my team was broken because of few reasons actually they were thrown out of the team uh-huh. so a lot of this thing happened and uh, it's but rajendra singh mina we took and uh, for us it was uh, i told shrikant okay yahi karna hai <laughs> so we jumped and we took him and uh, finished but to be very frank i would like to share on this platform that none of our mfl fight none of the fighters like clinton fought one shrikant fought two of course uh-huh. shaman one not i'm not satisfied with one fight because this is not how we fight people think that uh-huh. is our standard that is not our standard like i don't know if you look at our amateur before amateur fight that was much better to be very frank and uh, it, it was never a performance to be very frank I, i i would not say we are back we are still working and this covid thing happened and again we have fallen down but uh, mfn fights are not something which i i would proudly say that's that's how we fight it's not the thing so the best has to still come for us okay so uh, now uh, coming to your team uh, who was the first fighter that came in for icf first fighter that came into the team um i actually to be very frank every fighter in my team is built from the grassroots like clinton mm-hmm. started walking in my team so mm-hmm. okay so i have no see to be very frank the first fighter to walk into our team like already the guy has fought uh, experience uh-huh. as you're saying uh the first was shrikant ha uh-huh. shrikant so i didn't know that shrikant was a pro fighter at all none of us in the gym knew he came one day he sparred mm-hmm. he told that uh, i have i have like i have like i've done grappling striking and all that so he uh, he came and he uh, did training and uh, to very frank when you look at him you didn't even understand that he has trained he had no ego of nothing so mm-hmm. he just became our team then we came to know that he has fought sfl and i told him but i can't so because i am very hesitant of taking experience fighter i do not want experience mm-hmm. fighter at all so that was the one guy second guy to walk in the team who was experienced was shamanand shamanand had mm-hmm. uh, fought bushu fights couple of bushu fight 
had a bad record to be right but this guy had uh, done all uh, bharat yatra he has he has gone to all this <laughs> like all the all my rival team he has gone there he has trained and all that so he came and he settled there to very frank even i didn't know that but uh, he was a wushu fighter when he came he had little bit idea and all that it's that's the thing i started taking fighters the first fighter whom i knew and i purposely took was balashetty that uh-huh. was the first guy. why i took balashetty is because to be very frank i really consider bala as a legend okay mm-hmm. people have not given him credit for what he owns like people say are hara and all that it really doesn't matter you you are expecting mm-hmm. the first indian fighter to become fedor or what that's not how it works he he cracked it you have to see his kickboxing record you have to see his uh, he has developed a very good strength. yeah he has developed extremely mm-hmm. good strikers actually you should check mm-hmm. out his strikers they are very good but bala bin bala he his uh, like what do you say yeah. because the fighters went here and there and he has you take a guy named mumbai and that guy has definitely trained under bala that's how good mm-hmm. he is but he is busy with association and all that stuff so bala was the first guy to get in so when bala got in then after that kantraj uh, and me we had like three or four conversation where i was mm-hmm. not interested to take kantraj initially why is because he was associated with couple of people whom i am not comfortable with because mm-hmm. these are the people who are challenging especially clinton and clinton mm-hmm. is some of the guy who is very close to me and people have no idea what kind of a level of a fighter he is people have no idea they saw mm-hmm. that mfn fight which was which is shitty actually and but if you <laughs> notice one thing about that fight you see these fighters all these fighters they are fighting for three rounds they are getting decision mm-hmm. win and they are celebrating they are jumping of happiness they are doing mm-hmm. all this show this guy is finishing the fight and sitting in depression over there <laughs> so people are so dumb enough not to recognize that but that's clinton he is depressed because he couldn't finish the fight in one minute he didn't even celebrate little bit also he is not happy and kapil kumar was not a small fighter he was in south asian huh. ranking he was ranked 6 that time he was a great good fighter and he lost twice actually so people just think uh, he is not good but this is what it is it just this is what it is so yeah then kantraj kantraj uh, came in when kantraj came in uh, actually there is a story actually when kantraj came in so when kantraj uh-huh. 3 4 time it didn't work out four time uh, kantraj met me somewhere i don't remember where yeah somewhere he met me and he said he is retiring it huh. hit me actually it hit me like anything i'm like what the hell man like you you are the one who has to go so ahead because you are right now the flag bearer of mma that you you are the pound to pound number one how can you quit so i didn't say anything but i came to the team and uh, that night actually i think me and clinton we were like we drink once in a month so i was drinking and i told clinton uh, like you know this is the thing and all that clinton ajay we usually say mm-hmm. so he told that you know you should not let a legend like that guy to die you need mm-hmm. to pull him out and to be very frank deep inside that was the only constraint i had because i have clinton because so many people were challenging clinton versus kantraj everywhere and we were actually mm-hmm. mentally ready for that but when i met kantraj there was nothing from him like he didn't even know that this was happening and to be very frank i he took couple of names then he he also understood this guy is doing and all that then it was very clear then he came in now like like he's a part of the team like he is a part of the team now kantraj and uh, kantraj because of kantraj he he told me about uh, 
Manjit Kolekar. So huh. I said, okay, let her come. Let her come. I'm not promising now. You, you will tell because I know Kantraj has huge connection in MMA. I cannot take everyone. Then Manjit, Manjit came in. Manjit came in. She's an extremely sweet girl. And uh, we took her also. Then uh, then after Manjit, I think, uh, who else came? Yeah, Yadvinder. Yadvinder Singh. Hmm. So hmm. I met him in Delhi. So this guy also had a little bit chatting on Facebook and all that. So he came and this guy is also retired from two years. And he's like, uh, he's telling that uh, by uh, training near and all that. And, and to be very frank, I always considered, uh, like if you remove my team, I always considered mm-hmm. three names to be the top of MMA in India. Mm-hmm. Kantraj, Chaitanya Gavli and Yadvinder Singh. These are the three guys for me. For me, they're mm-hmm. the top. There are a lot of other guys. They have fought in here and there and all that. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to that. But this is my personal choice. Or else a lot of people get mm-hmm. offended very easily. Mm-hmm. But for me, Chaitanya, Yad and uh, Kantraj. So this Yad and Ka- Chaitanya is almost like, I don't know, he's not active. I told him so many mm-hmm. times. He has some issues actually. He Something happened. So Yad went out. Kantraj. So now... Who is the guy for who is the guy for Indian MMA? There's no one. So then Yad actually I said, okay, Yad, Yad also joined our team, but then this COVID thing happened. Again, he had to go back and all that. So yeah, so now I think on paper we are a very star-studded team. But okay. I before I take them, I just usually do a lot of lot of research about every one of them. So that's my habit. So Clinton story you did not tell. Like, how did Clinton come to you? <laughs> Okay, I don't know I should say this, but uh, Clinton first day, uh, he doesn't agree, okay? He doesn't agree, but uh, you can cross-check uh, the story with Ajay. So he, first day, he comes to the gym and he joins ICSA just because he wanted six-pack. He's like, six-pack, six-pack, aega kya? So, you know, wannabe Conor McGregor, that time there was no Conor McGregor, but he's, he was a wannabe Conor McGregor. And this guy comes to the team and he trains and all that. The guy... Uh, you initially, if you see Clinton's face, his face is something like you will hate. Like he's mm-hmm. not, you know, you hate some guy's face naturally. Something like that. Clinton has <laughs> some work. But the guy used to work in call center at night shift. Mm-hmm. He used to log out at 4.35, sleep mm-hmm. for half an hour, half an hour or one hour. Again, he will travel and train. And he used to do that continuously. And I didn't even know for like a matter of about six months. And I'm like... He was doing better than anyone. And that was one batch, which actually that was my best batch at seven to eight. Very, very good grapplers and strikers, actually. So Clinton was one of the guys in that batch. So Clinton like started doing good and all that. And then he became close. The The, the defining moment was uh, when he had a breakup and he called me at night crying and all that. And I'm like, why this dude is calling me, man? <laughs> So he got he hosted a drunk call about how about how he's feeling and all that. That's that's Clinton. He's, he's a funny guy. So that's how it is. Then slowly uh, he started getting in and there was when Clinton was coming up, uh, we had like something called morning batch and evening batch mm-hmm. in ICS because so there was a lot of friction between these two guys. So whenever I used to tell evening guys, there's one guy named Clinton in the morning. Uh, he is he's good. He can beat all of you guys. So people got jealous and all that. A lot of things happened. Then we did a inter-ICSA competition, which Clinton won, actually. Absolutely. He won, absolutely. So, and uh, then he slowly started coming in. And uh, a lot of people, actually, to be very frank, a lot of people think Clinton is a grappler. He is a phenomenal grappler, but he is a striker. Like, uh, 
he has uh, he like the way he has beaten guys in striking game is like they have given up because they are not able to hit him that's how mm-hmm. quick that's how he is so that's how clinton is that's how clinton is i think uh, i'm really looking for for like all these guys sham sham like yeah thing happened uh, but i think i think he will be back i i really think uh, sham is like not even a great uh, it's not about he being a great fighter he is a entertaining fighter he mm-hmm. speaks to be clandy fights but this uh, uh, this with this such a huge rib injury that was one of the big miscalculation to be very frank i usually control the team when i say don't fight then don't fight but uh, usually he actually got injured very bad before the fight mm-hmm. and i told him you know fight some kich round but he told like dubai dubai this will be the biggest mera uh, career ka launch hoga itna bada and how can we cancel mfn dubai mein ho raha and all that thing so then he said okay don't worry mai usko take down kar lunga sanjit ko phatak se because sanjit has no ground game we all know that so we thought okay plan suddenly the whole camp is different and suddenly everything changed and before the warm up when i'm doing warm up when i'm telling him to take down ah and he's telling my take down nahi kar sakta i have to strike now and striking uh, striking he did but i don't know sanjit budwar i don't know it was he understood when he fight or he somehow knew before because my gym is filled with all the guys all over india so he was hitting exactly on the rib two three shots third shot started hurting very bad because it was in a very bad condition he was not able to do warm up he he was just doing striking he said striking hi karunga main so that was very bad it was the major miscalculation but to be very frank all props to sanjit budwar also because he fought extremely well he is one of the uh, best featherweight over there he just has a grappling deficiency but to be very very frank if you remove his grappling deficiency he is he is a killer for sure for sure but what sanjit is exactly the aggressive fighter is exactly like how sham is also there but couldn't show but yeah we'll be back we'll be back it happens it happens and so uh, did you have a talk with sham after that fight like what was the whole state after the fight um after the fight uh, that was one of the moment which uh, which was like uh, it was to be very frank i'm not saying with ego but to be very frank we are not used to losing i didn't know what mm-hmm. to do here so mm-hmm. uh, he was he was hurt obviously he was hurt on the rib but uh, like it was it was very it was very bad moment we didn't had internet in dubai and all that so mm-hmm. we went to hospital and all that and it was very bad for us we we just uh, we saw something what happens in hospital and all that because to be very frank we never end up in hospital we never end up in hospital i went to hospital and i was thinking this is something but before that fight i went with manjit also because manjit lost the fight right hmm. manjit yeah. thing but uh, it's i don't know how to say like over there when manjit when manjit went to hospital uh, i think four or five fighters were there with me so we are mm-hmm. the whole team here huh. in dubai we were all alone i didn't know what to i just to be very frank i'm a person if for example if i'm going to someone's funeral or something i don't know what to speak <laughs> i just keep on trying the same here it was something else i was filled with rage too much rage i just don't know what to do i i was thinking about 2018 2019 what happened with my team and this is what i had to see a loss mm-hmm. a guy like shaman and lost it was just impossible and to be very frank uh, i'm not taking anything away from sanjit but to be very frank i i being so 
all this experience in so many years uh, i knew it that chamanand couldn't lose to sanjeev but he just lost he just lost couldn't mm-hmm. take down at all we don't do we going to one take down over there it was if we do the take down the match was ours i know because the level of grappling of our team is i just don't want to explain but uh, mm-hmm. then i don't know and if if the camp was all about striking then we would have tackled sanjeev but the camp was all about grappling for him so mm-hmm. it it didn't go and also he was striking good but the hit on the rib only and a uh, lot of bad thing happened it was a bad moment i still remember everything i still have uh, everything i still remember everything that was that was the worst night actually worst night because uh, we both were alone we had no one to talk because there was no internet on the phone and all that and mm-hmm. we had no one to speak to and uh, but uh, but to be very frank a lot of people don't know but uh, when we were in hospital uh, aisha sharaf aisha sharaf ma'am uh, uh-huh. and uh, alan alan the both guys came to hospital to check out the fighters and all that they that is something which is uh, which we didn't expect because to very frank these are the owners of mfn and mm-hmm. they're coming and checking on the fighters and that is something which uh, which is unexpected uh, in that moment also i'm i'm looking i understand okay <laughs> these guys are doing so much but you are just not in a mood to speak you just uh, i i was I was not able to say thank you or anything i was just not in a mood i was just not in, we both were not speaking to anyone even jason also joined us and uh, actually to be very frank jason spoke uh, very good uh, wise words with shamanan mm. uh, actually he knew he i don't know he knew it about that i'm shrikant's coach and he is shrikant's teammate he didn't know about it but he was saying you know harjit laga rehta hai is a nice guy actually so we saw the positive side of that also because after the loss even sanjeet came he didn't speak mm-hmm. a word he just shook the hand he looked at him and i understood over there even uh, mm-hmm. even dhru choudhury came they came and so i have never seen this side at all because we mm-hmm. were continuously winning we were continuously winning we didn't know, we didn't see this side that our opponents are coming vikas ruel came actually he also shook the hand he they are not saying anything because these fighters know they are not good at speaking Mm-hmm. like i said right even i am bad at i don't know what to speak in funeral so this guy drew vikas and sanjay jason spoke well but these are the guys mm-hmm. they came up they shook the hand they just did this and they just went up i i was seeing all this and i was like ye sab dekhne hi nahi mila kabhi never seen like probably uh, we had to lose once we know how, mm-hmm. we understood how it feels it's fine it's like i'm not saying that this is the last time we're going to lose again because the higher the stage we go we're going to lose but that was the first time something which we experienced very frankly so so obviously there's a lot more to come from sham uh, but uh, now another fighter that i want to hear the story about is basically ajay because there's a lot Who? of ajay 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 oh ha so, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on between you and ajay on the instagram and facebook and stuff so what's the whole story behind that and the how did he come to you basically he uh he i don't know when he joined to be very frank he is like one rat he was mm-hmm. in my gym all the time i didn't even you understand that you have rats in mm-hmm. the gym so he was always there i didn't even i didn't even notice there's one guy who is like who, who had like uh, uh like you are a malayali right yes, yes. yeah so he ha- he has this uh, malayali accent but he speaks mm-hmm. an american accent Mm-hmm. Uh, i actually thought this guy had has gone to us or something so i was like uh, you have been to is like i never been out of kerala in my whole life uh-huh. Uh-huh. the first question is how come this accent came <laughs> and uh, this guy is like 
he he was a football player something happened over mm-hmm. there something joined the team uh, like he will train he'll silently go he'll not run his mouth and all that he started running his mouth now so mm-hmm. he was like that normal and uh, uh, i don't know he just he is just one ninja i didn't even understand when he came to the team and all that i don't even remember his first day he is uh, <laughs> so invisible so he uh, he started training and all that then uh, he i don't even remember when did he got into the fight team he is <laughs> such a there is nothing to remember a good good thing uh, to remember about him so <laughs> so he just uh, he is doing good he is in the fight team and uh, this uh, clinton and ajay are chaddi baddi of the team and when these both guys are in the same room uh, it's uh, like we keep on laughing we keep on recording them like me shrikant everyone will be recording the videos these two guys will go at each other all the time and if they are getting bored with each other they'll come at me or they go at uh, shrikant or uma or anjan or anyone anyone matter of fact so these both guys in the room will be the funniest guys and uh, like yeah but ajay is the most aggressive fighter i have he is one fire people just don't know he'll just keep sharing memes and all that but he has that like proper malayali you know this aggressive malayali mindset to do or die something he is into that he is extremely extremely uh, good fighter i am counting on him i think after clinton he is he's in the same weight after clinton i have ajay someone who is like like fire like he hits one shot you break your jaw that's how he is like you saw his first first fight first uh, pro fight he fought with uh, someone like it, it, uh, i forgot his name very good fighter mohtai mm-hmm. and then we tried mohtai actually extremely good fighter to be very frank i was very scared mm-hmm. because that was the first time in mohtai we don't know half of the rule and all that and uh, he did he did very good and uh, ajay is excellent grappler also excellent grappler that's how it is more than excellent uh, this thing i think uh, i think he has the best mic skill in my team i mm-hmm. he has to fight a lot of amateur stuff and all that but the day he enters uh, pro he will be very good with the mic because he has that natural tendency to speak so well mm-hmm. uh, he can he can like uh, it's like something not like corner i would say but you know mm-hmm. the the other guy cannot speak anything something like that he has his good he has good mic skill and he is extremely extremely good fighter extremely good fighter awesome, awesome. now uh, one more stage that i want to take you back is before the msf like you guys were competing all over the domestic scene like you yes. fought in yfc imf everything so how was that particular phase like for you and the team ah uh, that was a golden period of us because we were whitewashing mm-hmm. everywhere Mm-hmm. we were white washing everywhere like uh, we played in asian games in jiu jitsu where uh, all the teams in uh, india bjj team we, out of 10 i think seven gold medals were us so mm-hmm. that's how our dominance is uh, to be very frank uh, this changed because we fought in delhi adcc and uh, mm-hmm. because we were not in the training so i was not supposed to go but then on a couple of my senior fighters they said are take some fighters so i took couple of my fighters who are like not fighters also that was their first fight and they lost and that was all on internet dash <laughs> team versus icsa and we lost and people started thinking oh icsa is bad and i see couple of guys who are challenging shrikant and they are saying see we uh, you know see we are the best team and icsa is lost i'm like where has this dude not seen seven or eight years of icsa where were you 
we are mauling people we are you see the videos where my guys are raising hand other guy is sleeping on the stretcher that's how we <laughs> fight and it's not only grappling it is it's striking also you look at wacko you look at uh, wacko to the whenever we have entered we have just like we have taken out the, that that pro champion or whatever he is on continue winning streak like clinton fought one of the guy uh, mm-hmm. which i actually used to follow a lot and he met him in final that guy at the end was doing this only he had nothing to do clinton was talking to man hitting he just couldn't stop him and people thought when clinton came inside there were in wacko when we were fighting in wacko the one of the guy he has good bad vibe with me and this thing so he was not allowing to clinton to fight hey tu to grappler hai he mauled people he mauled he won five or six people five or six fights he mauled people they and see clinton and purpose they were doing one fight mein uh, three minutes ka break and again he entered something like that we entered we entered and at in that tournament that was some of the craziest stuff have you ever heard about champion of champion in kickboxing like a low, mm-hmm. lower weight will fight heavier weight it only happens uh-huh. in grappling right uh-huh. so yeah in this particular tournament i uh, there was some bike or something bike yeah bike they have kept so clinton and shamanand won so uh, then in this, that particular tournament uh, they like champion of champion then we were actually wearing a dress and we are going out uh, we 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 had no interest of winning champion to champion we want to belt for us mm-hmm. it's enough we i just wanted to go and hit up beer actually so me and clinton uh, so then this guys some guys are like dar gaye kya dar gaye kya <laughs> and dargay means that pieces of us like anything now i'm thinking at clinton clinton will and the the front fighter is 110 kg guy uh-huh. and he's a good fighter he's a very good fighter uh-huh. i'm thinking if i send clinton if one he get hit clinton is like what flyweight he is fighting at bantam weight but he's a flyweight guy he, he cuts 1 kg 2 kg he actually in weight cut he is eating ice cream with me so uh-huh. that's how the weight uh, it is so then i asked sham you want to do it or what and sham is someone like karu kya sir i said kar de got inside and uh, first round knockout like knockout oh. a heavyweight guy champion of champion the, he won so this is what it is and people think he lost in that fight just because of striking oh no 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 like one rib attack on, on the jaw attack is not enough to take out sham sham is sham can take a mayhem on his on his body he i just don't know how to explain i just don't want actually to be very frank i don't want to talk about that we'll do our thing actually we'll do our thing once we fix everything Okay, so one more fighter I wanted to like ask Anjan Raman. Like, is there any plan for him to return to the action? Oh my God, that guy. Um, I told you right, two thousand eighteen, nineteen, some mm-hmm. mess happened in the team, and he was thrown out of the team, and mm-hmm. from there he declined, declined, declined. He went to mm-hmm. different teams. It happened. Then, uh, it uh, he was not able to recover. Actually, to be very frank. and uh, then when he came back uh, he had one small accident in the training and he had injury in his arm again he was out for one year so now uh, before the corona he started training he was like 89 kg or something from years uh-huh. so now with the post covid he is getting ready but if 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 this guy if anjan comes back to mma lightweight will be in uh, will be in like will be a fire a, because uh, i have not seen anyone throwing him one punch touching and one punch or doing anything yeah. they are like he has been mauling all bjj grapplers across the country 
he's he has been mauling all of these guys like you take any grappler name from any team he has been mauling them left right left right he has lost point five point fights by the way point five mm-hmm. uh, some point fights or something but i think only in india only loss he had i think with chetanya with one advantage or something mm-hmm. but if you go inside and fight him he you just can't he is just he is like a quick sign you take he take you down and he finishes and people think he is uh, bad in striking you just uh, you look at his game you don't want to strike want to keep him outside and i i'm i'm really excited about that guy and that guy is the uh, the most hard working guy uh, in my team the most hard working guy and uh, i think if he comes in i would like to see him fight lot of lightweights actually so there are so many lightweights i um, he is like one khabib it's like his style mm-hmm. is that take on the ground keep beating and he this is this is the guy who doesn't like to finish he can easily finish like he is in mm-hmm. grappling he pitches people left right left right but in mma fight he somehow uh, he believes in giving the show and you know keep on beating he doesn't want to finish because the level of confidence what he has is they cannot escape they cannot do anything so it's 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 going to be exciting so he is going to come back uh, actually but the problem is he is 33 year old but to be very frank mm-hmm. uh, he's mauling like uh, my 18 and 23 24 years old so i think uh, i don't know he i don't know i need to talk with mfn but before that uh, i wanted to do an amateur fight yeah actually before the covid he fought one amateur fight i forgot mm-hmm. he fought one more amateur fight i told him to fight amateur fight it was finished in like 8 second Uh-huh. he just finished fast he was just he finished it okay i think in mumbai uh, mumbai mumbai yeah, yeah. right huh. yeah mumbai maharashtra i took 12 fighters and uh, all of them won so uh, over there slightly i felt okay little bit after the shamanan loss and all that i felt little bit okay we are coming back because uh, after the shamanan's loss uh, the to be very frank uh, there are a lot of things happening in the team also because lot of young guys you mm-hmm. tend to get headweight you tend to get headweight oh we are the best we are the best and all that i usually keep calling our team as like number one or best a lot of people get irritated but that's what it is but then from 2018 19 if you see i don't call it i don't call my team as number one because i i i saw that that my junior fighters are getting a lot of headweight oh we are the number one, the number one but then when shaman lost uh i saw the change in all of these guys they understood that you know the water the water over there is very deep and there are guys who can actually do a lot of things people started working hard and uh, the biggest change in in the room would be right now shamanan he is he is something else i think second fight he will be ready to die but he'll just uh, his uh, he, he is mauling like uh, like he's mauling people right now in the uh, i don't know what to say he's just uh, i'm just expecting him to fight uh, like i don't know I, anyone mayank kohli if it is grappler but i would love to have a striker actually next fight because uh, all that frustration has to go in a striking match because he feels that he went out in striking match not in grappling fight so he is telling that you know give me the best striker anyone uh, tell them to give any good striker so i don't know in featherweight who is the best striker actually sanjit is the best striker to very mm-hmm. uh, on paper sanjit is the best striker i don't know but uh, if it is mayank then mayank it is i i think let's see i don't know okay now before we close one more question uh, i yeah. saw somewhere that you had this plan of going somewhere remote and opening a chai shop after you retire so is that plan still on 
this this thing what i'm doing uh-huh. uh, right because of the covid suddenly it came i think i'll end up over there only opening the chai shop uh-huh. i'm sorry uh-huh. i'm sorry i'm giving competition to all this malayali community but that is something <laughs> which i want to do and uh, yeah but uh, yeah to be very frank i uh, i i hate city i hate city mm-hmm. a lot and i always uh, prefer staying in mountains or somewhere like that or remote location i don't like populated area so i think uh, if i when i retire i'll go there but if this thing happens uh, anyway i'm going there because to be very frank if that thing happens then uh, i'm not in bangalore because wherever my fight team is there i'm there i do not run icsa for business at all I, that's mm-hmm. how it is so my idea my idea whole idea is uh, to uh, for example we are successful with this funding and uh, mm-hmm. successful in doing this and all that so i'm in this if this project is successful we are going to take a lot of uh, uh, young fighters to very fine fighters mm-hmm. in the sense uh, uh, i prefer guys like like how clinton ajay mm-hmm. how they walked in they had no experience i i prefer that so i think i'll take a lot of guys and uh, under the sponsorship and all that and that is the whole idea about this funding also it's not a commercial center at all mm-hmm. it is going to run uh like a like a place where they can stay they can train we will somehow run it somehow run it that's how the whole idea is but yeah the chai shop is uh, i'll definitely invite you also man if i open the chai shop <laughs> done done i'm coming okay so uh, thanks a lot jidesh like for taking time out uh, it's thank i you. know it's saturday night i know so, so thanks a lot for t- taking a time out and thank you. thank you all the best for your funding and all the best for the new project so anything you want to add before we like um, log off from this uh i don't know uh i have been telling this a lot to be very frank uh and i hope uh, my competitors don't take this uh, this my words as a sign of weakness or something it's not it's mm-hmm. not because i think we have done enough uh the junior fighters don't know actually i think mm-hmm. somewhere their coaches don't disclose what was happening 6 7 years back it just mm-hmm. hidden to be very frank i want to say one thing is all these indian guys uh, trying to cut cut each other's head off mm-hmm. why don't these guys start competing and taking foreign fighters because see you see it on the internet indian fighters are not respected that's a truth mm-hmm. i understand we are not there technically but uh, but i believe uh, it it comes with experience like if you see khabib's first fight or if you see conor's first fight they are not mm-hmm. fighting like how they are fighting now so it comes with experience it comes with you know with experience so i really think all these indian fighters uh, who is uh, trying to take each other's head off i think they should start focusing on the foreign fighters actually that's what it is and uh, it this way this way we can prove a lot so this is something which i want to you know say but if it's like for example in my team like for example these guys mm-hmm. are challenging us we'll definitely take them out because what choice we have what choice we have but i really want all of us uh work together and you know uh, compete at the world stage because that's that's going to make us grow a lot even the see for example definitely in in the domestic scene also we need to compete with each other to get better mm-hmm. and all that i agree but i should not i sh- i i don't agree that two top fighters should, like for example in brazil there was a scene mm-hmm. where anderson silva and leodo machida was top mm-hmm. but these were both two different team but they had mm-hmm. that much unity brazilians had mm-hmm. that opportunity that they never competed and in fact when anderson silva was a champion leodo machida was competing in different weight 
that much respect they had so same thing in india it's like uh, there are uh, there are guys uh, like for example i i told kantaraj and i told uh, clinton also like if kantaraj is going this uh, in this promotion clinton will go in different promotion because i do not want them to face because i want always them because these guys two training together will will help them a lot to grow that's how it is so i think similarly indian fighters can do it if they can do it if they want to kill each other's uh, head then what choice we have it's like koi ghar pe attack kare to hum to karenge aisa so that is the one thing and second thing is you are doing an excellent job indian mma media has gone to some other level just because of lockout mm-hmm. okay so you you are doing an excellent job and keep it up man keep it up you are doing a great job yeah thanks thanks a lot jitesh for those words and uh, once again thanks you thanks for coming on to this interview series that we are doing and once again all the best for the project and looking forward to seeing you guys back in the ring thanks a lot thanks a lot thank you thanks.